Hey, hey, what's up? It's your girl, Cassandra J, and welcome to That High Vibe Life podcast. This podcast is all about helping you manifest your most high vibe life, take back your power, and feel unapologetically confident about who you are. I'm all about creating the life you want with intention, clarity, and confidence so that you can shift the relationship you have with yourself, stop giving a fuck what others think of you, and you can go after life with arms wide open. You are enough, you are worthy, and you are a powerful woman, and you can be, do, and have whatever it is that you want, and I'm here to remind you of that. I'm an expansive, self-loving, spiritual, and manifesting vortex babe, giver of zero fucks, truth teller, who won't stand for your limitations to not live your most authentic and best life. I'm a Scorpio sun, Libra moon, and Aquarius rising, flavored with a ton of Sagittarius stellium energy, and I'm here for it, and I can't wait to dig into today's episode with you. Hey gorgeous and welcome to today's podcast episode. I am pretty stoked to be able to share this with you. It's something I'm really passionate about and one of the things that I first started looking at um, as a fundamental basic principle of getting to know myself, learning how I operate um, in my quest for personal and spiritual development and that is learning about the mind. And first and foremost, it's about the subconscious mind. So firstly, before I get into this episode, I want to put out a disclaimer. I am not a therapist. I am not a psychotherapist. I am not a psychiatrist, a psychologist or anything like that. So don't take my word (laughs) as truth. Rather, this is my own personal experience and what I have learned myself and applied to my life through my own research, my own application, my own understanding and comprehension of how the mind works and how I work. And I'm hoping that by me sharing this information with you, it will inspire you and move you to understand and get to know yourself better. So in the context of that high vibe life, the reason why the subconscious mind is important, and I say important, that doesn't even highlight the severity of how important it is. The it's so vital to know that your mind works because, and how your mind works, because when I'm talking about living a high vibe life, which I'm constantly applying myself to do and committing myself to on a daily basis, it really is learning about the mind and understanding on a basic level how the mind works. Um, so I'm going to give this to you in a really informal manner. And it's going to be just enough so you know how it works in your day-to-day life. Like I said, if you want to get into this anymore, please go research more about the subconscious mind and psychology. There's a great book that I read called The Power of Your Subconscious Mind by Joseph Murphy. And I think it was written like back in the 60s. Like this guy was like a pioneer of working with the subconscious mind and the power it has Uh, in our lives and the outcome of our lives and what we experience uh, in our reality right so this is how powerful this is now the subconscious mind is is really fucking cool I think because it holds all this information um that we don't think about like it has this capacity to store information when and when and it still works when we're not consciously thinking about them so we've got there's just to put into perspective, the mind works on three levels. Um, you've got the conscious, which defines all thoughts and actions within our awareness. 
So when we're aware of something, we're putting our mind and our focus there. That's our conscious mind. We're consciously thinking about that thing. The subconscious defines all reactions and automatic actions we can become aware of if we think about them. So for example, your ability to drive a car, right? When you're learning to drive a car, it's very conscious. You're very conscious of all the things you're doing. You're changing gears, you're braking, you're looking in the mirrors, you're maneuvering, all these kinds of things. You're very conscious because it's a new skill. But after a while, you have mastered them and the learning of them gets stored in your subconscious mind. So you don't longer have to think about them to access the information. They're just there. But you can become aware of it when you think about it. So if you think about, huh, okay, I did learn how to drive a car. What happened there? You can actually recall what happened uh, in that learning process. But on a day-to-day level, it's not something you think about consciously. It's there in your subconscious. And that's true with a lot of things. So we can have experiences. And then what, what we interpret of them, what our mind interprets of them, and what our emotion, what emotions are triggered or how we feel about them gets stored in our subconscious mind. And we don't really think about it un- unless, you know, we consciously think about that memory. And the last level of the mind is the unconscious, which defines all past events and memories. Um, and it works like, I'm reading a website here just to give you reference, <laughs> but it says, though at times it's inaccessible to us, no matter how hard we try to remember to bring things up, for example, the first word we learned to say or how it felt to be able to walk on our own. So those are things that are stored in our unconscious. Just so things that we don't really notice um, that kind of get stored in our memory without without our even conscious awareness coming to it, right? But that we're not focusing on that today. We're going to focus on the subconscious mind. Now, the subconscious mind is real cool because it can store a lot. It's very objective and doesn't really have any subjective perspective. So I want you to think about it this way. The way the subconscious mind works is like an engine on a ship. Now imagine the ship is your mind or a boat, like a big, whatever, fancy, whatever, a big boat, right? (laughs) And your conscious mind is like the captain of that ship or that boat and it gives directions it knows where to go it makes decisions the captain makes decisions on what direction to go and what to focus on uh to get to a to b right now the subconscious mind or or is like the people below deck who are filling the engines with coal and i'm talking about like think about the titanic ship right back in the day when when there used to be people manually filling those engine burners with coal so the guys at the bottom of the ship who were filling those engines with coal just shoveling it in there all day or whatever all the time they couldn't see where the ship was going however they gave the boat the drive to get there right um and it was the captain that called the shots on which direction it goes but the guys who filled the the engine coal like down in that engine room they didn't know where the boat's going they just gave it momentum, right? They did, they gave it the action without actually knowing where they were going. And that's how the subconscious mind works. Your subconscious mind has so much information, it knows how to unconsciously direct you towards things based on your previous conscious awareness and decisions you've made from other experiences. Okay, stay with me. It's a little bit complicated, but we will get there. So 
the subconscious mind holds all of these previous thoughts and experiences uh, that you've had and it kind of categorizes them in your mind. But it's not subjective, it's very objective. So what happens with the subconscious mind is it is in play throughout your day 95% of the time. Now that is a huge chunk of mind work that is very subconscious. And our conscious mind is in play five, like five maximum 10% of the time. So when you think about it, if you think about all the things you've done today, most of them come from your subconscious mind. If you think about all the actions you've taken, reactions, whatever you've had, they will all be stored from and come from the subconscious mind. And only 10% max comes from your conscious mind. Isn't that astounding when we think about that? And we don't really know how the subconscious mind works unless you go into psychology. This is really important because everything you do comes from the subconscious mind. It's these unconscious habits that you've created that you're doing on a daily basis. You're not even thinking about it. And why this pertains to living a high vibe life is because if you have thoughts and beliefs stored in your subconscious mind that you have created from previous experiences in your life, and your subconscious mind has categorized them into ways that aren't serving you or aren't helping you, then you're playing out those beliefs subconsciously, whether they're supporting you or not, right? And the subconscious mind doesn't care whether you feel good or you're happy or you're in growth or you're in pain or you're in discomfort all it cares about is keeping you safe the subconscious mind its job is to keep you safe and in that comfort zone because at the end of the day we still like live from this primal instinct of survival and being safe now back in the day of course that was useful when we were cavemen and hunting hunting and gathering and, you know, there were all these dangers about and we had to learn to rely on our instincts and either go into that fight or flight mode. Right. And today's modern world, we haven't got those dangers anymore in our environment, yet we still act from this fight or flight mode in our brain, in our mind. That's our nervous system, but our subconscious is the fight or flight mode, right? So our subconscious decides whether something is safe or it's not safe. And it's a subconscious reaction that we have. So in your everyday life, it really pays to know how the mind works. Because if you're living from subconscious beliefs that you don't even know are playing out, how on earth can you be expected to change, right? And this is how it works when you want to change your life or do something different. Your conscious mind goes, ooh, this is really inspiring. I want to do that. Okay, your conscious mind wants to do something different. It's giving you, you the direction to go in. But what happens with your subconscious mind is it takes your past experiences of change, all of them, and it shows them or tells them to you in a way of like, that's not safe. Don't go there. Don't do that. So you may have all the intention you want to consciously change habits or beliefs or actions that you change, that you take in order to upgrade and support you in changing your life. But if your subconscious mind isn't on board with that and all the evidence of past experiences it's holding is change is dangerous, it doesn't work, you're only going to get 
uh, you're only going to experience pain, discomfort, it's not going to be fun, people are going to make fun of you. If your subconscious mind holds those beliefs as true, then it will do everything it can to stop you from making that change. And your conscious mind will be saying, why can't I do that? Why isn't this easy? Why isn't it working for me? This is what I want. And you consciously push harder, you try harder, you do more things. And all the while, what it is that is actually stopping you is your subconscious beliefs about said thing. That's really how simple it is. So to put it again in context, when you want to change something and you have a conscious thought about it, I want to change this, I want to do that. If your subconscious beliefs about the thing that you want to do don't match up, your subconscious will do everything it can to keep you in your comfort zone, to keep you safe from experiencing any pain, discomfort, loss, whatever. And it doesn't matter if the thing you want to do is good and beneficial, like you want to eat better. What your subconscious mind will say is, well, you've tried all those diets before, you had a bad time every time you dieted, you had an unpleasant experience, you didn't lose any weight, you actually put more weight on afterwards, so that's dangerous, that made you feel bad, that didn't feel good, that's not safe, don't go there. That is literally how it works. So you can have all the intention and you know you can have all the good vibes about something, but if your subconscious mind doesn't add up to what you want to do consciously, it will keep you stuck and keep you Uh, away from achieving what you want and that's the power of the subconscious mind and it doesn't make any sense logically but what it will do is it will sabotage all your efforts for said new conscious change so for example um you know you're like okay I want to I want to wake up earlier I want to start bringing in really healthy habits I want to wake up earlier I want to meditate 15 minutes in the morning so I'm going to set my alarm a bit earlier. Okay, so that's a conscious action. And what the subconscious mind will do is it will take that conscious action and it will filter it through all past experiences of change. And it will either allow you to follow through with the conscious action. And it might do that for a couple of days because it's new and it's exciting and your conscious mind is like, oh, this is exciting. I'm going to stick to it. But as it becomes more normal your subconscious mind will kick in and it will start protecting you and I say that you know I say protecting you because it wants to keep you safe from the discomfort of not carrying on and being disappointed or it not working or you failing or and not uh, carrying on like later on down the line so what it will do is the first couple of nights you set your alarm 15 minutes earlier and you're like yeah I can get into this And then the next day, you'll come up with a reason of why it's too hard to get up early in the morning or you'll press snooze on your alarm button um, and you won't get up and you'll miss your meditation. Or you just will say like, oh, I'm not getting anything out of this. It's been two days. I don't feel any better. And you'll sabotage that um, the thing you're doing because your subconscious mind is giving you all the excuses of why not to continue. And this is why it's so hard to create new habits because your subconscious mind will come up with excuses that fit your comfort zone and fit your old, the old version of you. Like all the excuses you're used to, all the reasons and beliefs that you can't do this, your subconscious mind will come up with so it stops you from doing the thing you actually want to do. Those habits, those beliefs, those actions that are going to make you a better person and make you feel better, it will stop you from doing that. And that's why most people, they start a diet and it's all exciting and they stick to it for two or three days and then their old habits kick in of 
snacking on chocolate, um, craving food, not being able to keep up with the workout, falling off your workouts. And it doesn't just pertain to working out, it pertains to every single thing in your life. Every decision that you consciously want to take, your subconscious, if it doesn't match up, it will try and self-sabotage you so you feel unable to carry on and you come up with an excuse of why it's too hard. And the only reason of why you have an excuse of it's too hard is because your subconscious mind is giving you evidence that that is real because of all your past experiences. And so that's how the subconscious mind works. Now, I'm not saying that any of your past experiences were invalid or aren't true, but what we want to do is if we want to change patterns and habits and thoughts and beliefs in our lives, we need to change how our subconscious mind tells us things and stores things. Because what happens with our subconscious mind is, this is going to go a little bit detailed, so stay with me, but it's really helpful to learn and, and comprehend how the mind works. So you have an experience, you will emotionalize that experience in sh- some way, shape or form. You will then store that experience in your mind as a memory and your subconscious will remember what emotion and how you felt during that experience. And so when you have a similar experience another time, the subconscious mind will bring up the other emotion and the other experience you had and it will categorize it again in a similar fashion. Okay, so you have an example of when you were in school and you were doing something, you were, let's say you were um, reading to the front of the class and you said a word wrong and all the children laughed at you and you felt embarrassed and you felt shame and you felt guilt because you were being laughed at. So your subconscious mind will take that and it will label it as guilt, shame, embarrassment, uh, feeling stupid. And it will take those emotions and it will store them with that memory. So let's say you're, you're, you know, grown up a few more years in life and you're doing something, a different setting, you're with your friends and you go and do something and maybe you bail and you fall funny or something like you're, I don't know, you're, you're just doing something right and your, your friends laugh at you. And what happens is all those emotions of guilt, shame, embarrassment, that you learnt, your subconscious learnt and stored from when you were a child, they get brought up again and it triggers the same emotion and it triggers the same emotional response because you're feeling the same things as you felt before. It's then reinforced as another belief of, oh, I'm embarrassed, I'm shame, I feel shame, I feel guilty, I feel whatever. And your subconscious mind stores that again. And so then another few years pass and you're trying something again um maybe you're snowboarding and you're trying to do a trick let's <laughs> say uh this is like my own personal example and you try it and you don't do it well and you don't execute it in the proper way and people laugh because maybe you bailed and it looked uncomfortable or funny or whatever and people have that same reaction and it doesn't matter why those people laughed or whatever your subconscious mind will make it about oh you should feel embarrassed you should feel guilty you didn't get it right you f- should feel ashamed that you can't do it right And it doesn't matter why the other people are laughing at you, but your subconscious will make it that truth that it it gathered from before the like from all the other experiences. So it becomes your belief about yourself. And that is how and it's reinforced again. And so that's how we get these ideas that we're not worthy, which we feel shame, we feel guilty. 
whatever, they're all playing in our subconscious. And when we consciously go and take another action and it doesn't work out, we then feel all of these repressed emotions that have been triggered and that are being kept in our subconscious mind, categorized for when these um, these things happen again. And your subconscious mind goes, see, don't do that again because this is how you feel and it's shit. And then your mind is like, yeah, don't, you know, then you're like, yeah, shit, I'm not going to do that again because it, that was embarrassing and I don't want people to fucking laugh at me anymore. But, you know, those people might have been laughing because it looked funny or, uh, you know, it looked objectively funny or, you know, of the situation. They weren't laughing at you. They're just laughing at the situation. But your subconscious mind makes it makes you think it's about you and your ego then also catches on and goes, they must be talking about me. It's bad. OK, so I'm not going to try that again. And we shut down and we stop trying. And all of those feelings we hold are literally in a subconscious mind. And it, again, it can be anything in the rest of your life. Your subconscious mind will always bring those, those things up when you have a similar experience. And it will reinforce all the crap things that your ego decided were true about you. I'm embarrassed. I'm ashamed. I feel guilty. And then because you've got all these emotions and you don't know what to do with them, anxiety fucking kicks in. Worry kicks in. Self-doubt kicks in. And then it spirals and spirals and spirals. And I'm sure you guys can relate to what I'm talking about here. When you've just had a spiral of negative emotion, you don't know how to get out of it. It's because your subconscious mind is playing out all of these emotions and you don't know how to deal with it because we didn't pro- you didn't process them. You didn't um, get to the truth of them. You didn't decode them and say like well this isn't true it's just an experience I had and my ego is just trying to make me feel like shit so the conscious subconscious mind and ego kind of work hand in hand and this is it's really important to know that this is how it works because if you know how it works you can change it and I hope you stayed with me there because talking about the subconscious mind isn't my forte I comprehend how it works very easily I can understand how people's mind works really easily, but in order to explain it, I don't have any technical training. So it's actually quite challenging for me. So I hope that you guys got that and understood how it works. Like I said, if you want any more clarity, definitely research it a bit more. Um, Read a book. That's what I did. (laughs) Read several books. But in essence, you can, I want you to know that you can change it. And if you want to change your subconscious programming, then it will change all of the beliefs you have around the actions you take for the rest of your life. And this is why it's so fucking important. And I talk about your mindset when it comes to changing your life because everything starts in the mind. Everything starts with the beliefs you hold, the thoughts you have about yourself, the unconscious, subconscious daily habits you have. They are all based on the programming your subconscious mind holds about you and what you believe about yourself. And that's really how you fucking start changing your life is going back to those root core uh, beliefs and issues that you gathered and stored in your subconscious mind as you were growing up. And it's actually really simple to do. And I always kind of think like when people say like, oh, you can change your life, you can do this, you can do that. I'm always like, yeah, you can. But unless you inform people and teach people about the subconscious mind and how it's always going to be coming up against their beliefs, unless they're able to change those subconscious beliefs, they're always going to be like, how the fuck do I do that? Because that's where it starts. You know, when people are like, um, oh, that sounds great. I have no idea how to do that. 
You know, oh yeah, that's great. I want more confidence, but I have no idea how to do that. Yeah, I want to work out, but I have no idea how to do that. Yeah, I want to eat better uh, and take care of my body. I have no idea how to do that. Already, that's a subconscious belief that you don't know how to do that because over years of you doing something, your ego and your, your ego has told you you don't know how to do that. Your subconscious believes it to be true, right? But the truth is you do know how to do that. You just have to get rid of the limiting belief that your subconscious holds that you don't know how to do that. And what will happen is you will naturally go and find out how to do that and your subconscious mind won't be telling you, oh, that's not right. Oh, you don't know how to do that because you've got rid of that belief. So when we have those beliefs, we, we come into what we call, what I call, or what is called resistance about something. And this is like totally normal. And um, everybody has it. Every, like, and I want to say everybody has subconscious beliefs. Everybody has an ego. And it's whether or not, like the difference in the quality of a, your life and how much you go after the life you want and create the life you want is equivalent to how much you become aware of your ego, how much it's controlling your life, how much you work with your subconscious mind and your beliefs and want to change them. And the more you work with that, the more you're doing this work, this is what I always refer to as that fucking inner work. This is the stuff. Like the more you look into that and you become aware of it and you process what needs to be processed and you heal what needs to be healed and you change the beliefs that don't serve you into more more empowering, supportive beliefs the more your life is going to be what you want it to be. You're going to create the life you want to create because your subconscious, you are not like, um, you know, you're not at heads with your subconscious mind. Your subconscious mind is actually supporting you rather than trying to keep you safe from all those old school beliefs you held. And your ego is also, um, I mean, your ego will always be there. Your ego is there to protect you as well, but you can work with your ego. We don't want to get rid of it, but you want to be aware that it's there and it's always going to, tell you what your subconscious beliefs are in the way of your thoughts and what you believe about yourself when you're doing something right so your ego will always be there saying like no you can't do this no that's not safe what will people think um that's not good it's not safe to do that don't go do that you can't do that don't trust it your ego is always the thing that's going to doubt and give you reasons why not to do something and it goes off your subconscious beliefs Okay, so like, say, for example, earlier when I said, you know, oh, I want to change my lifestyle and I want to eat healthier and I want to start exercising, your ego will be like, yeah, right, okay. Like you had, like you can do that because we all know that you failed before and uh, it was awful before and you didn't get anywhere. It's pulling from your subconscious beliefs of, and the subconscious beliefs you hold about that previous experience will be disappointment, shame, guilt, anxiety, all these core fear beliefs that we have and we hold. And it will tell you the reasons why it's not possible. And your conscious mind will be like, no, 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 I want to change it. I want to do this. And your willpower will only take you so far. Your willpower will take you into a week, two weeks, maybe of a new nutrition plan or an exercise program. But unless you change your subconscious beliefs and become aware that your ego is trying to sabotage you, it will be almost impossible to carry on and sustain that new belief or that new habit or that new experience you want. So this is why I love working with the subconscious mind because it's actually really easy to program once you know how to do it and why it does the thing that it does. And also why I like talk about the ego because the ego is very identifiable, very loud in your mind. 
And when you're aware of how these two things work together, you can then start to become very self-introspective and be like, is that my ego talking? Or is that my higher self talking? And it's very obvious which one it is. And then you can also go like, okay, like I want to do something and I literally just feel like I cannot do it. What is that? And you know that feeling like you're like, I really want to do something. I just don't know how. I just can't do it. I just can't do it. You have no actual explanation. That's your subconscious mind stopping you from thinking you can do it. It's in resistance to the idea. So most of us are in resistance now, I'm going to talk about this idea of resistance now. So most of us are in resistance to a lot of things because our subconscious mind has categorized everything as dangerous and uh, you need to stay in your comfort zone, otherwise you're going to get hurt. So we are in resistance to doing things that are going to change that perspective of our subconscious mind. Our subconscious mind doesn't want us to change. It's very safe. It's there for survival. And our ego is what relays our subconscious mind fears to us. Okay, so (laughs) when we want to change something and we're in resistance to it, it comes up as as many, many different types of thoughts. It can come off as defensiveness. It can come off as judgment. It can come off as blame. It can come off as victim mentality. It can come off as fear, as guilt, as disappointment, as unworthiness, as uh, resentment. Anything negative usually... Uh, at this level of awareness is your subconscious mind trying to keep you safe from doing anything different that's got you to where you are now and you've survived so when we talk about changing things your subconscious mind is going to be in resistance to doing anything new or any new notion that it doesn't know is safe and your ego will try and convince you that that is the truth so it, ha- it happens a lot, right? When, um, when, when I see people and I say, oh my God, you're so gorgeous. You're so beautiful. Like you're amazing. And I'm genuinely giving that compliment because I see that in them so, in, in them, and I want to tell them because it's true. And the reason why I can tell them that is because I used to not feel that about myself. So what you see and feel about yourself, you project. So, for example, I didn't used to think I was beautiful. I thought I was gross. I was disgusting. I didn't like myself, right? And because I felt that about myself, that's what I saw in other people. And I really didn't like that. It didn't feel good at all. Firstly, because I didn't like myself. Secondly, because I was always judging other people. And that felt like shit. So then what happened was I was like, okay, I don't like doing this anymore. I need to change this. So I had to work on myself, change my subconscious beliefs about who I was, what I believed I was, what I believed I was capable of. And then when I started to change that, I slowly started to really like myself. And now I've been doing that for years. I full on love myself and I'm obsessed with myself in the way that I just believe and know I'm worthy of all things and everything I desire. And so then, therefore, because I feel that about myself, I'm able to share it with other people because because I see it in myself, I can see it in other people. So I want to tell them that. I want to be like, oh my God, you're so gorgeous. It's amazing to be around your energy. You're such a cool person. You're like, like I like showering people with compliments. And when I can tell that people don't believe in loving themselves is when they're very uncomfortable taking that compliment. And what that is doing is 
it's that person's subconscious belief and ego in resistance to what I'm telling them. And the ego doesn't want to doesn't want to accept it. And the subconscious mind is like, oh, that's not safe to accept that compliment, because if you accept that compliment, you're going to be. And I'm picking out some examples here. You're going to be arrogant. You're going to be big headed. You're going to be what are people going to think about you? You know, we have this fear. We live in resistance of accepting compliments from people. One, because we don't like ourselves. We don't know how to handle it. and We don't know how to embody it and accept it. And that in itself is our ego and our subconscious mind trying to keep us safe. And two, um, because oh, I didn't know where I was going with that. Sorry. <laughs> um, so our subconscious mind doesn't want to accept it. And two, we don't know what it's like to feel that. So we can't feel it in ourselves and accept it. And so we are in resistance to what people are saying and, and receiving it. We're in resistance to ourselves because our subconscious mind is like, don't feel that. That's not safe. Don't accept that. That's not safe. Don't do this. It's going to change everything we know. And if you change everything we know about ourselves and this identity we formed about ourselves based on past experiences, then who are you? What are you doing? That's scary. That's not in our comfort zone. Don't do that. And this is why transformation is so powerful because transformation and a commitment to being your best self and developing um, your spiritual practice and your personal commitment to yourself is really about breaking down that identity that your subconscious mind and your ego has created for you and creating a new one in a way that supports you and lifts you up and it's so powerful when you do that but that is my episode on how the subconscious mind works I want to keep it kind of short I could probably keep talking for ages about it because this stuff lights me up but in order to keep it kind of simple and not to over explain it anymore because I wonder if your mind's sort of melted and had like a bit of a brain fart right now I want to keep it at that so you guys can listen to it for half an hour grasp how the subconscious mind works and then I'll go on to another episode um, on like how manifestation mindset has really helped me overcome my subconscious beliefs because you have to change them in order to change your frequency. That's next episode. I will catch you on that one. Let me know what you thought about this though. Uh, I hope you guys got it. I hope it made sense. Let me know if you want me to break it down anymore because this is kind of like the technical mind stuff that most people don't want to go into and don't want to be aware of because it, it's quite intense and it's quite deep. But this is where the real fucking meat and potatoes of transformation happens. It's like if you don't want to go that deep and you don't want to look at the root and core issues of your mind and the, the memories and beliefs and the thoughts that you have that have created your habits so far, if you don't want to go there, you can't expect to have transformational incredible results you have to go to the root of what's keeping you stuck or what's keeping you at the level you're at and you have to change them in order to elevate and that's all done with the subconscious mind that's why it's so powerful and there are things you can do to change the subconscious mind beliefs that you have uh, and I'm going to share about that in later episodes but the reason I wanted to get this out was because this and how like this stuff about the subconscious mind and how it works really pertains to everything else I talk about because it is the foundational crux that is keeping your beliefs where you are it's keeping you physically where you are because your beliefs obviously dictate your actions so once you know how this works you can then start to work with it in a way that benefits you cool I hope you guys enjoyed that 
let me know what you think in the comments um, or send me a DM or anything. I'd love to hear from you. I love hearing your feedback and I will catch you on the next episode. Take care.